You are listening to Mr. Sisters. Hey guys, it's me, Shane. I'm here with Clint and Chris, and we are misters, and we're kind of like sisters, and we are very excited to create a safe space where we get to talk about real things and real issues that are not only impacting our communities, but our allies too. We are three friends who come from different backgrounds, and we are embarking on a journey to get to know each other on a deeper level. We are very excited for this new endeavor, and we hope you are ready for a fun and bumpy ride filled with laughs, a little shade, joy, and definitely some tears. So grab your kitty, your dog, your man, your aunt, your bestie, and let's connect. Awesome. Welcome back, listeners, to the Dear Podcast, Mr. Sisters. What month are we in? Girl, it's June, so it must be Pride Month! Oh my gay. So, <laughs> today we are going to talk a little bit about the state of emergency that has been declared at by the HRC. State of Pride. What is happening to us in our country today? We're going to look into that and see how it compares to what it's been in the past as well. And as we are making progress towards the future. But first... We have to start with confessionals. Shane, what's your confessional? My confessional would be that I showed off my pride by actually going to Dallas Pride for my first time. Really? How was it? It was very gay. It was uber gay. Shocker. It was what? everything and anything I experience every weekend. How many <laughs> How many rainbows did you fly over? Oh, about four. How many pups did you pet? Three. <laughs> how many otters did you stroke? None. <laughs> well, there was one. Your Is boyfriend? His name Nick. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. You, I know. You touched yourself a pride. <laughs> Well, he was, was feeling oh, the drugs. Guess, yeah. <laughs> feeling that drug. Well, how how was the parade? Well, I didn't go to the parade. <laughs> <laughs> so you made it to I, part of Pride. I didn't wake up in time because of the night before celebrating Pride. You were being prideful. Yes, yes I was yes. being prideful. Um, well, I also heard that the parade actually, like, it lasted for four or five hours or something like yeah, that. It went on little, for yeah. a long time. So you could have, time. you could have made it. Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was fun. Um, it was a lot of dancing. Um, right. and this was at the, the fairgrounds, right? The, uh, No. Oh, wait. So, so you, <laughs> you hold on. What do you go... mean you went to Pride? Yeah, I went out for the weekend. <laughs> Girl, that is not pride. <laughs> that is the same thing as going out every weekend. Yes. I wore a crop top. <laughs> when do you not? <laughs> Did you get photographed? That was very prideful. That is not pride. Pride is at the at the fairgrounds. They got the festival. Yeah. They got entertainment and they got a parade. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the whole festival grounds are great because <laughs> 
Well, well, I went and celebrated Pride Weekend. Well, I'm proud of you for celebrating Pride Weekend. You know, I you went... did not go to Dallas Pride. Yeah, you did not do Pride. <laughs> did you see any of like the the entertainment that they had set up on on the the stages? Did you do the booths where they have all of the different companies that are promoting well, their now Pride? Now we're talking about this. <laughs> Maybe I should have a different confessional. <laughs> Too late, girl. That's your confessional. You know, so he went to the party poppers, basically. Yeah, basically. What? But you know, <laughs> Shane, that makes me feel so much better because my confessional is that I skipped Pride Woo! because I am gay and tired. Is gay burnout a thing? Absolutely. Because I feel yes. like I feel like I'm experiencing gay burnout. Maybe it's queer burnout. I it's exhausting. Know. But it, it is. But unlike you, I have been to Dallas Pride mm-hmm. for the past five years. But I also planned my company's participation in it. And that was exhausting. So this year, I took a, a break a from being break. prideful. And I celebrated just like you. I, I went out too. So... I guess in a sense, I, I, know, celebrated. I saw you. And I, I the only... You saw me. Okay, yeah. so then I <laughs> walked right past you. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing you. <laughs> oh, are you... God, I feel like our confessionals should be something completely different, and we don't even know what they are. <laughs> did awesome for pride weekend what did i do i stayed in and watched movies so you still did something more prideful than i pornhub does not count as quality movies well if it was pornhub then i would have had something to be prideful about okay that would have been gayer than what i did i think i watched uh i can't even oh i watched little mermaid on the friday night oh what did you think about it i smelled fishy (sighs) i enjoyed it I, by the end of it, I was like, I'm invested in these characters and I still enjoyed my time there, but I was also kind of let down that it wasn't the movie that I wanted it to be, like a total remake of the cartoon, but I understand it couldn't be that, so. Well, I haven't seen it, so don't give it away, but I, how is it different? It's about sea creatures. We're just, did you fart? <laughs> no, I burped, I'm sorry. Gross. Thanks, girl. <laughs> Appreciate wait, that. wait, wait. So, Chris, was that your confessional? No, 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 no. My confessional is where you guys are sitting, there's actually been a dead body. What? Dun, dun, dun. Okay, define okay. dead body. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because. Like a, what? Okay. A starfish so. bottom don't count yeah. as a dead body. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, no. So um, about a year ago, well, a little less than a year ago, um, I got a new roommate. And this roommate was um, in denial about certain addictions that she had. Oh. And one morning when I woke up, she was dead on my floor. On, this, on the what? living room floor. That um, is insane. She overdosed on some sleep medications <gasps> and she was found and she was alive whenever I found her. And then she stopped breathing out as I was on the phone with paramedics. And then she ended up right as the paramedics 
burst through the door, which was not upset about it because the one that an that I answered the door to was, oh, he was fine as could be. So, but I was like, keep it together. We're saving lives. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as, dick as they're mind. bursting through the door, I oh, am Lord. the person on the paramedics is like, uh, is she still breathing? And I go, she stopped breathing. Okay, lay her down. You've got to do CPR on mm -hmm. her. Yeah. So she was dead pronounced dead mm -hmm. for 12 minutes they were trying to resuscitate her oh, and finally at the end they did um adrenaline they did uh the paddles and they did that like sniffy thing mm -hmm. whatever it was uh -huh. to try to like wake her up and mm -hmm. then of course like the uh, cpr air pumps and all that yeah stuff. so she was dead on my floor for 12 minutes before they finally got her vitals back and then they had to rush her off and i um yeah that was a that was an experience that was so she lived she did live oh well there's wow. a happy ending well, that's a happy ending. she died on this yeah. floor but technically my confession is there but... has been a medically dead body on my carpet i you know i get yeah. that's fair I have two questions. May mm. I ask them? Absolutely. Okay. First, this was a biological woman? You keep saying she. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a woman. Yes. And my second question is, how many other bodies have been on this floor? <laughs> I mean, mine's been on there a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. But that's a different kind of... I'm like, it's just bodily fluid that's been there. Yeah, crusty, yeah crusty, I'm like, huh? is this another day at a circuit party? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's your pride weekend. Let me just step right on over you. <laughs> Girl town. Girl town. Oh, someone had a little oopsie. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, damn, I'm glad so, she's better. I'm glad uh, yeah. she's okay. She made a full recovery. Yeah. Uh, we were damn. really worried that there was not going to be any brain activity, which meant that she was going to be, right. there was, it was not going to be a good recovery and it was going, but she made a full recovery. Well, that's fantastic. Did yeah. she yeah. move back in? No, oh, okay. no, well, she did not move back in. She actually moved um, back to, with, in with her parents okay. in a different state. I need help. Yep. I need some help. Yeah. Yep. So, and I could not provide that help. That was not yeah. in my scope nope. of care. I okay. was just looking for a roommate. Did not know what I was getting into. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I'm very, very glad that she is alive and well. But it was crazy. That was a crazy month. Well, yeah. snaps for life. Yeah. <laughs> Pride month. Saving lives. Love it. Pride right. month. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to our next game. What do we have going on here? Would, Would you, you rather? rather? Would you rather? Why choose when you can have both? Steamy. Shane, would you rather shapeshift or have mind control? Hmm, shapeshift or mind control? I would have to say shapeshift because I kind of would like to have a vagina for the day. Oh, you interesting know, just know choice. what it feels like. Did not see that um, coming. There are, what, how many nerve endings compared to the male? Oh, true. Why would I know that? <laughs> don't look at me. Um, you know, I don't know. I might try it on and, you know, go to the college and... Um, so you want to just change your genitalia? Well, yeah, yeah. She'd have to shapeshift into a female so that she yeah. could get with the entire, you know... World. graduating <laughs> class of 2023 <laughs> but yeah essentially wow i was not expecting this 
That's yeah, me neither. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, here we are. Here we are. I'm, uh, yeah, but yeah, I would definitely um, shape, shift, and have a vagina. And might have to throw in the, the, the dishwasher after. Ew, Anyways, um, gross. Clint, yeah. would you rather shape shift <laughs> or mind control? Well, I, I have zero desire to have a vagina. I don't like fish. Um, <laughs> but I would love to have mind control because then you just control whoever you want. Yeah, you are the mastermind. Yeah. I love that Taylor Swift oh, reference. Oh my God, only for Here we you. Go again. Chris, what about you? Uh, let's see. I uh, shapeshift or mind control. I want people to have free will, but I want to manipulate them also. So I would manipulate them with my shapeshifting abilities and make them exactly what. Oh no, that's really shitty. Yeah, it I is. don't like either of these. Oh well, Man. I'm gonna go with shapeshift. So I want to shapeshift. Oh, my penis could be so big. Can I, Y'all both want to shape can shift? I, yeah. Can I piggyback on my shape shift? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Please. Yeah. So I think <laughs> yeah. I would kind of want to go further and shape shift into maybe someone that had a really big bank account. <gasps> oh. And go take all their money. That's clever. And then go back to my life and have a heyday. But if you can mind control them, they just... Give them, they give the money to you. But I think it'd be much more fun and... Oh, I see your point. You have you know, more options. because I get to walk in there feeling like the badass. Oh, it's my that's money. That's fair. That's fair. But then if you mind can... Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let's move on from this one. All right. Um, let's see. Would you rather have mm-hmm. infinite glitter at any given time mm. or have all of the rainbow snacks in the world? Okay, why choose when you can have both? There is edible glitter, and I'm just going to put it on my rainbow snacks. <laughs> wow. That was very clever. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. clever. Mm-hmm. I would have to say glitter, you know, because my motto in life is, this, girl, you got a hunchback, throw some glitter on it, and let's go. <laughs> is that a Disney movie? <laughs> it is now. It's the pride version of the hunchback in Notre Dame. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, I would say I'd rather have rainbow snacks because then I can eat them and be done with the rainbows. Well, we're feeling really prideful. This why? Time, aren't we? <laughs> why do we? Why? why what? I don't like rainbows. <gasps> oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Gasp. Oh. Gasp. And oh. there's my confession. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah, do. no, I'm not a huge rainbow fan. No, Clearly, I think. Clearly, I, I don't see one rainbow thing. No. I don't see anything In colorful or joyful. No. Mm. No. You're right. I'd rather go for primary colors. Do you own a crop top? No. Oh. I do have mesh. Underwear. That, no. That still doesn't... That's... No. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like All this right. next question really is designed for you, and we're getting it off the topic about you hating um, rainbows, because that's an episode in itself. So... Would you rather, Chris, be a... Would you rather have a unicorn life coach? Mm-hmm. Or a gay fairy godmother? Good question, good question, good question. I would go with fairy godmother. Ooh, Gay fairy godmother. Yeah, because she can grant me wishes. And then I can get whatever I want. A Hmm. unicorn life coach is going to make me have to work for what I want. 
queer or whatever she's got the the gay fairy godmother she is going to grant me my wishes immediately now you would end up with like billy porter as your gay fairy godmother <laughs> and i can hear it now girl you gotta work for that Mm-mm. so well, i think we you wouldn't get any wishes what i would end up with what <laughs> a vagina <laughs> Oh, God. Mm, I wonder which queer event or pride event you'd have to go to to find her. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> None of the ones he hasn't been to. <laughs> yeah. Ain't going to be Dallas Pride, that's for sure. Right? Nope. Hmm. This is tough. But I, I think I would go with the unicorn life coach. Pray tell. Why? Because I've never seen a unicorn in real life, and I feel like they would give really good advice. Why do you need wishes when someone's telling you how to be successful? I just feel like <laughs> I would be I, the most depressed and then have this unicorn life coach talk to me and it would just brighten my day. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 For it's, like a, it's like a little happy pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, still would rather have my wishes. Whatever. But ultimately, would you rather or would you just want both and? I mean, I always get both. I know. I know you do. Because he's first. <laughs> okay. 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 What's up next, guys? Ooh, girl, it's time to talk about the state of pride. State of pride. Well, June is Pride Month, and we are going to talk about the state of pride today. Uh, Recently, the Human Rights Campaign, which is the nation's largest lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer civil rights organization, declared a state of emergency for gay people in the United States for the first time in more than 40 years of its existence. Uh, This was following an unprecedented and dangerous spike in anti-LGBT plus legislative assault sweeping state houses this year across the nation. The HRC has de- uh, declared a state of emergency and also released a, um, a guidebook for gay and lesbians living in the United States. There was more than 75 uh, anti-LGBT plus bills that were signed into law uh, in states across the nation this year, which is more than double the number of bills that were passed the year before. Uh, so sisters, what is your thoughts on the state of pride? Well, um, I, for one, think that having that guidebook is actually quite brilliant. Um, The reason being is that there are so many people that are affected by this, whether you're part of our community or you're an ally of our community. And a lot of people are like, well, what do I do? I don't know how to get involved. I don't know what to do, like how to make a difference or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And so by having a guidebook for state by state legislature and uh, resources that are available, that's brilliant. It really is because like as a case manager for homeless youth, we always have to have a resource binder for where they need to go for different resources, whether it's like food stamps or it's education, whether it's any of the you know things that we need. And it's a, such an easy go-to to that help us make movement with any of the residents and clients that we meet. So for that guidebook to be in play right now, brilliant. Such a great idea. What do you feel on that, Shane? Well, I mean, I kind of feel shitty right now because here I am, like, 
wanting to do better and I definitely did not actually go to Pride. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we're like talking about it, I'm like, damn it, Shane, you know, but um, I am upset about what's going on. I am confused at times of, you know, being happy in the state we're in and worrying about for my friends and people's safety, you know, even like the thing that happened with Dylan, right, with the Bud Light thing and just seeing a lot more hate than usual, mm -hmm. I guess. It's like we're reverting and it, it sucks to feel that way. Um, but I definitely am choosing to think that, you know, this is definitely temporary. I think this is another way for us to band together and be stronger and come out on top. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> And, um, yeah, I think it's kind of eye-opening to me that I need to be more involved as a human being, as a gay man, and need to be more woke and, you know, really find ways that I can get more involved in the community and, you know, really bear arms with my people and really be that Marsha that we talked about in the past episode and raising mm -hmm. that brick and throw it where it needs to be thrown, metaphorically. metaphorically. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, I just think there's a time where we really need to be stronger than ever, you know. I am going to play a little bit of devil's advocate on this, though, um, and talk about the fear strategy behind this, um, declaring a state of an of emergency, creating this fear surrounding it. Like if we don't do something, we're all going down, like the ship is sinking type thing. And I don't necessarily know, like that is a, a proven technique in all of politics really is the more fear that you incite in people, the more reaction you get, the more emotion that's drawn into it, which mm -hmm. yeah, it gets movement to happen, but does that really, does that really state like, what pride is about is that really the best way to motivate people through this kind of fear tactic are we really in that shape when we have so many people that are supporting us we have so many communities that are surrounding us that are involved with us because I mean, whether you like it or not, whatever community you come from, there's always going to be someone from that community that is LGBTQ. That's why I feel like the progress that we have made in the 40 years that we've you know, really been striving towards better for our community, it's made so much momentum and so much speed because it affects all communities. Every family, not maybe not every single family, but more likely than not, there are there's going to be someone in a family that is part of our community, which when you bring in that love factor mm -hmm. and that love of support is there for your fellow for your family member, for your friend, whoever it may be, your coworker, that brings in this idea of support, love, progress, because we're bringing this personalized emotion to it, which is, I think, more powerful than inciting fear in people that everything is just, we are going to get our rights stripped away from us and everything is going to shit and hell in a handbasket and all of this stuff. And I'm like, is that the right approach? No. What are your thoughts on that? Well, what I'm hearing you say is that you don't believe that there is a state of emergency for the gay community. I know we're under attack, but I don't know that it's like it has been in the past. Mm -hmm. 
you know, when you look at like civil rights movements, and then of course, it's 1969 was when Stonewall riots happened. Um, and that was, and then of course you go into the AIDS epidemic and you have all, there were, there's been a lot of crises that has happened and we haven't declared a state of emergency before. Is this something where we are really in a state of emergency, like life or death situation? If we don't get this under control, we're all going to be doomed and and fail. That's kind of what my mind is wrapping around at this point. Yeah. And I'm curious what you guys think. Well, I mean, I have I have a lot of thoughts on this. Some I think you will actually probably find very surprising. But a state of emergency, I've never heard an organization that isn't a government entity declare a state of emergency. And human rights campaign is a civic organization that um, supports the gay community. It's not the gay community. I don't think that HRC can um, establish a state of commu- uh, a, a state of emergency for the gay community themselves because they're not necessarily just representative of us. My other thing on it though is this obviously is a publicity stunt, and my take on it is to do exactly what you both said, which is to um, get attention and create a rallying call for um, people in the gay community who maybe don't pay as close attention normally. Mm. It, it drives some awareness, right, to get you politically involved. But then you made a really good point that there are allies around the community as well. And if, if anti-trans bills, for example, are not something that they're seeing, well, maybe this will draw their attention into it. They'll ask someone who is gay or lesbian, for example, why this happened? Why is there a state of emergency? So really, at the end of the day, it's completely, in my opinion, driven to create the publicity around gay rights. So is that sensationalism then? I don't know that I would say necessarily sensationalism. I think it's a bit dramatic. So... I would say that there's a state of caution, for sure. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep in mind a lot of these bills, not a lot, all of them, are basically replicas of previous generations and previous decades where we were calling gays, you know, groomers. And there was pushes for gay people to not be able to be teachers. Right. Um, I think, and this is a completely different topic, the real state of emergency for the gay community are those folks that are part of our community that are not supportive of us. There is a group on Facebook that is called Gays Against Groomers. You're talking about an entire span of people within our community who are attacking our own community. That really is where the focus should be, is why are we fighting internally when we have something else that we really need to be battling, which is... Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, and that's kind of where I was coming from, right? This is not the time where we need to be bashing each other or bullying each other, right? Like, this is a time where we really need to show each other a lot of love Mm -hmm. and stand together. Um, The other day, I was kind of sickened by something. Um, I was at Splash Weekend, and I found out that there was this party that they were only allowing 
good-looking gay men mm. oh, yeah. into the party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And it's like, that right there is just such a divide. And I just don't understand how a gay person mm-hmm. can allow that type of behavior to another gay person no. when you know what it's like to be judged, to be ridiculed, to feel less than of... Mm-hmm. Or that you're not invited into a certain cohort. United we stand, divided we fall. Correct. RuPaul said that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's just like, it really just, I mean, it just sickens me that Mm -hmm. we we have that going on. Like, that's the last thing that we need right now. Well, and my other piece of that with the, the state of emergency is the HRC, I find this hilarious, the HRC, who I... Must add, I'm very supportive of that organization. They said that there were 75 bills that passed against our community and state houses this year, which is the most, you know, that has occurred in double last year. Most state legislatures also <laughs> have legislative session every two years. Texas, for example, that passed multiple mm-hmm. anti-gay bills meets every two years. They didn't meet last year and couldn't have passed any anti-gay bills. So to it really kind of is a play off of facts that are, you know, really kind of manipulated. manipulated. Yeah, uh, so they're, they're playing on emotion at this point. They're pulling in facts that will man- manipulate our emotions so that we f- feel like we need to rise up, stand up, do more, take more action. And we do need to do that. We do, but there's a lot of other issues that we really need to solve, like you guys were saying, within the community itself and our acceptance of each other. Yep. Because LGBTQ, I mean, Plus. queer is supposed to be the the umbrella term for us all, right? right. But why are we still so divided in our own identities? And then it just keeps going and dividing and segmenting more and more in sub-communities and subcultures. And it's like, and if you're not part of that culture, then you're not, you're not welcome. And it, it doesn't make sense to me because I feel like that isn't part of what our culture should be, ideally. And as a, well, a, as a whole, too, within the world, like we should be working towards this oneness, this idea of love, of acceptance, and working together to solve problems versus creating problems that divide us further. Well, I think there are ways in which we could provide um, facts and resources, and HRC does a lot of that, to unite the community rather than making this blanket statement about being in a state of emergency. And my biggest concern about that is, okay, well, in two years, when legislatures meet again, and they didn't get some of the bills that they wanted passed, passed, and we have, oh, I don't know, 150 anti-gay bills that pass, you know, state houses. Well, we've called woof, right? Things could get a lot worse and severe for gays in the country. And um, I feel like we're using a resource at our disposal, which is this public attention to our rights, when we have potentially some much worse battles down the road. Mm. So like we, you're saying like this state of emergency was almost called too soon? I think I would have been like, hey, it's a state of caution or high vigilance or something. Let's be aware. State of emer- yeah, a state of emergency I, I do think was um, 
too soon at this juncture. That's my take on it. Mm -hmm. Well, and again, Mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of bigger issues going on. And I think that this is definitely a way to keep a lot of people's focus off of, you know, things like guns and, Mm -hmm. you know, kids getting shot in schools. And I'm just saying that's not all the issues that we have in this world, right? But I'm just, that's just an example of a way to really divide our focus, you know? Yep. Well, I mean, they're playing politics with something that they know that they can win, which is, um, our civil rights, right? Like, it's not popular within their party for us to have civil rights. It um, mobilizes their base. It's something that uh, house reps can go back to their very conservative districts and go to churches and say, you know, those trans kids can't play, you know, they can't play sports with the boys or the girls anymore because we changed the the law. Mm-hmm. Um and that plays well with their constituents. And it's yeah, it's not just a coincidence that there are 75 bills that passed across multiple houses in United or yeah, House of Representatives of the United States. It is a organized effort within the Republican Party to make this a focal point so they can talk about what they're doing towards gay rights. Well, and I know, like, me as a person, right, I know I can't just go out there and just change all these things myself, right? Mm -hmm. But what I can do for the sake of state of pride or my state of mind is really look at what's around me and in front of me and look at the things I can control, which is being a kind person, which is showing someone that they're seen, heard, and valued, Mm -hmm. which is trying to really create a domino effect, if you will, um, and really pay it forward yeah. and educate myself more and pay attention to my surroundings, like you said. Um, and, you know, look at events that are going on. Go to the, you know, human rights campaign and look at local events and, you know, start getting involved. I, I think and, getting involved in your local government is a huge yeah. step forward because that is something that you can directly impact. Then that and paying attention to that is really well, important. I think you can, you know, you can do a lot within your cohort. And I think that cohort can, you know, expand into a community and that community can expand to a city and that city can expand to the state mm-hmm. and that state can expand. You know what I mean? Where I'm yeah, going with this, down, like yeah. start small and work your up. way up big, yeah. you know, but again, like I said, it's going to take really all of us to really stand up and speak up and have difficult conversations and, Ooh, you know, that is a great, great comment you just said is that having the ability to have discussion. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be arguments. It doesn't need to, like, you could have opposing ideas, but to have that discussion is so important, which I feel like because we've become so polarized in our nation and the way that we receive all of our, like, from social media, from our news outlets, it's very polarized and it causes people to divide. Which is kind of, I feel like, the game that they're playing right now. Instead of making us come together and have conversations and discuss this and, you know, bring these points to one another, we're just fighting each other all the time. We don't know how to have discussions. We don't, we can't bring intelligent argument to the table. Mm-hmm. It's just yelling matches. Don't know how you guys feel about that, but I feel like, especially with, there are certain topics, um, which I won't go into tonight, but um, where I have been on the opposing view of a lot of people within the LGBTQ community, that it's hard to have a conversation surrounding some of these topics, because if I don't agree with 
what you are saying, it doesn't, we don't have a conversation. It's, you're right, I'm wrong. Oh, I'm pushed I've, to the outside. I've been where I've said one thing online or something, you know, and someone's like, oh my God, they block you, they're done with you, and it's well, like, how are we going to get anywhere if we don't seek to understand each other? Mm-hmm. I hear you, and I agree. However, our civil rights are not up for discussion or negotiation, and to a to the core of a trans individual Mm -hmm. they are a woman or a man or non-binary and to argue that they aren't is just inhumane that's Mm -hmm. very true so we can have a conversation but the respect the dignity of that individual of that human being is not up for right it's not up for discussion and i think that um a lot of the divide in our community does revolve around um the t that sounds like a joke wasn't (laughs) (laughs) and that that's concerning Right, and um, until we as a community can be more united on that front, uh, we're we're going to continue to to fail. Yeah, I um, you know, since this whole you know, I feel like like you said, like the trans community, especially right now, mm-hmm. are just like under major attack. Absolutely, and but I think it's also because they are just, um, how do I say this? Enough is enough mentality right now and it's Mm -hmm. like we're coming out blazing Mm -hmm. you know which i love it and i've even caught myself (laughs) in the crossfire lately where i'm like really saying my piece to people when they're saying ignorant things you know and it's like i don't know i I, even i've gotten very passionate about it because i also have friends that are trans and i've also dated people that are trans Mm -hmm. and i kind of have that relatability where I know like what they go through and emotionally yeah. and physically and you know so I'm just really passionate about it regardless yeah. but anyway I didn't mean to go on a tangent but I just I'm, I feel uh, like you're fighting you're fighting for a human to be a human exactly that's what it ultimately comes down I just to. don't understand like why why waking up in the mirror and me loving myself and not go to the alternative of ending my life and this allows me to put my best foot forward and allows me to want to give the best love to other people and give the best energy I can. I don't know why that is a crime. I don't know why that is something that is being or, you know, being belittled and taken away or trying to take away from someone. Yeah, well, and that, you know, that's the issue for... uh really conserve as Christian conservatives mm-hmm. is that um, it's an inconvenient truth because it doesn't align with exactly. their worldview and their beliefs. Mm. Any other thoughts, sisters? I think my thought is that, you know, state of pride, like I said, I am going to choose to think of all the things that I am grateful for. Um, having you guys and having such a strong community and a cohort and Absolutely. all the amazing allies that do accept us and that do not wish us ill will or harm. And um, maybe attend a parade or two. Maybe attend a parade or two. <laughs> I have in the past. Okay. So I'm not terrible. 
but not um, this year. Just not I, this you year. know what? I'll go with you next year. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll make my return. You guys can FaceTime me. I'll just. <laughs> we can do better. <laughs> Too many <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> Too many rainbows. <laughs> Too many colors. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this has been our segment for State of Pride. Um, please let us know if you have any questions, comments, anything that you wanted to add in. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. So please uh, always feel to chime in. You can reach us at mr.sisterspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. That is mr.sisterspodcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh do we and you can also listen to all of our recordings on spotify Spotify, apple and there will be more in the future perfect okay all right well thank you happy pride happy pride i love you guys i love you Hi, everyone. This is Chris. Just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We at Mr. Sisters thoroughly enjoy making these podcasts, and so we really hope that you enjoyed what you're listening to. If you do, please be sure to share us on Instagram, on Facebook, however you like to share. You can find us always on Spotify, and we are also on Apple Podcasts. Bye!